All right, everybody, welcome to Up in the Air. I'm Jake Desering. I'm here with my co-host. Nick Marr. It's good to be here. It's great to be here. I'm really excited about this. So today is our first episode. Um, I did do a little bit of something called the Up in the Air podcast about five years ago when I was in college. Extremely short-lived. Nick and I have been talking. We decided that maybe it was time to start it back up. Yeah. Start it fresh. Jake and I have been friends for almost, what, eight years now? Roughly? Roughly. Roughly eight years. Eight-ish. Eight adjacent. Eight adjacent, right. We used to work together, and we still technically do. Yeah, sort of. At um, In food industry, and whenever we could, we would talk about anything, and that more than likely turned into sports, because Jake used to play collegiate football, and I actually study sports in school. I did too when I was in school also, sports studies. Sports management is what yeah. I did. Yeah. So this just made too much sense for us. Um, we've recently come back into each other's lives pretty much, just with how, you know, you coming back to work. Yeah, the way everything worked out after a few yeah, after a few summers off, yeah. So we just figured this would be a great great opportunity for us and this is something we're both passionate about. And I think I mean I'm really excited for this. I'm extremely excited. It's something we both have a background in, something we both care deeply about and we uh we tend to get a good banter going, so hopefully you guys agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake, why don't you lead us into, you know, kind of you know, list off some of your teams that you like to like to follow. Okay, so most importantly, uh, the New York Jets, right? Um, I became a Jets fan when I was about three years old. I saw a picture in a magazine, pointed them out, stuck with it ever since. It is still the stupidest thing I've ever done to this day. Um, but I'm loyal to them through and through. They mean the most to me by far. Um, secondly, as you can see, um, for those of you who are going to see these clips, I uh, also rep the Philadelphia 76ers. I've been a Sixers fan my whole life. My dad is a Sixers fan, a Yankees fan, an Islanders fan. So I'm a fan of all of those teams uh, as well, Um, pretty much in that order, Sixers, Yankees, Islanders. I also care deeply about the Syracuse men's basketball team and the Michigan Wolverines uh, football team. But those are hit or miss. It's mostly the the main four that I care about. Jets, man. Jets mostly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's tough. Yep. I mean, I can't really say anything because on that vein, I am a fan of the Chicago Bears. Um, My NFL story is actually kind of hilarious if you think about it. Jake and I make jokes about this all the time. Yeah. Um, When I first got into football, it was roughly around the time when the Bears lost to the Colts in that Super Bowl. 2005. 2005 or six or so. And uh, my sister, who is... You know, older than me, she she got me into football when I was really young, and I was like, "Wow, Chicago Bears, that sounds kind of cool." But then, um, you know, roughly a couple years after that, or around that same time, Tom Coughlin was hired by the New York Giants, and yeah. just through family connection, um, you know, I kind of felt I had to root for the Giants just because you know we were so close with that family. For those of you who don't know, we're we're currently in Phelps, New York, which is about fifteen minutes. What west west of Waterloo? West of Waterloo. Waterloo is where Tom Coughlin grew up. So Nick grew up in the area. Well, we both grew up in the area, but specifically right. Nick. So Waterloo, New York, is where Tom's from, and he's just from around here. And luckily enough, I mean, we had such a great connection with him. So, and it was easier to be a fan of the Giants back then, just because you know the two Super Bowl wins yeah. compared to the mediocrity that the Bears still find themselves in. Mediocrity is a, a nice way to put that. <laughs> oh, no. It's a really, really nice way to put That's that. Really, um, yeah. But, yeah, I just I happened to choose sports teams that would let me down year after year. Because, um, you know, with the Bears, yep. 
followed immediately by the New York Mets. Yep. Who, you know, they're just, they're so awesome. And, I mean, it's a bright time now. It's a really great time to be a Mets fan. In theory. In theory. Yeah. You know, richest owner in baseball, plenty of free agent free agent news that we, are, we will be discussing in this podcast. At some point, yeah. At some point. So, it's just, you know, I feel like it's a great time to be a Mets fan, and I'm really excited, you know? Yeah. To be, on, to be not in the same vein as the Yankees. A better vein. A better vein. Yeah, right now, much better vein. So, um, but like Jake was saying, you know, Syracuse men's basketball, um, I grew up watching them. Yep. And same with their football team. They're in the ACC now, which is really exciting. Yep. They've been in the ACC for years, and it's just been so awesome to see them play, you know, higher caliber teams. Um, when and Trevor Lawrence just when, as much. When Trevor Lawrence came to the Dome, yeah. that one year I was there. I was at that game. My dad was at the game, too. When they beat Clemson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, my dad was also at that game. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. But I do go to Georgetown University for school, and I know, right. So I wish I could like their like their basketball team, but loser. they need to fire Ewing first. So Yeah, and um, you need to not be a loser and root for Georgetown. I mean, I, I do go to school there. I do enjoy my time at that school. So um, Virtually. Virtually, yeah. But either way, it still counts. So, but NBA, NBA is an interesting thing. Um, I grew up a Celtics fan just oh. because I really liked Kevin Garnett. Um, but I kind of fell out of basketball. And then he figured out anything is possible. He figured out anything. Was no, possible. no, you figured out anything is possible. I figured out using Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett, yeah, to leave the Celtics. To leave the yeah. Celtics, and I was just kind of in NBA limbo for years. You know, I kept, I kept up with you know all the everything that was happening throughout the whole decade of the 2010s. But Jake here, being the Sixers fan, I'm like, you know what, why don't I join him? It's because Joel Embiid is a god, but we can I, talk about that at a different time. Yes. So, um, yeah. Bears, Mets, Sixers, Syracuse men's basketball. I'm forgetting. Sabres. I really, I'm, I'm really yeah, we're not, we're not huge in hockey, but... I really like the Sabres. A little but, Mike Bossy action going on over here, so... Right. So, shout out to all of you who know who that is. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. But those are our teams. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, kind of our interest in yeah. sports already. Um, we will be covering all, everything. Uh, we just wanted to get those out there because there will be a point in time where we talk way too much about the Jets and Bears. And we don't want to confuse you as to why. Because usually there'd be no reason to talk about that. There would be, especially from where we're from. Yeah. Well, upstate New York, you'd yeah. think we'd follow the Buffalo Bills. Barf. But I never really cared about them. No. Buffalo is just far enough away where it's like, you know what, I don't really need to. Plus, I was a fan of the Giants all those years. Yeah, my dad grew up a Cowboys fan, so it was like... Right. Yeah. Right. That's even worse. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's really awful. Lots of terrible memories. I bet. You bet. Fun fact, Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than the Cowboys do in our lifetimes. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. All on the road. You know who has more Super Bowl appearances than... Appearances? (laughs) <laughs> Who has more Super Bowl appearances than the Dallas Cowboys? Rex, Rex Grossman. Grossman. Sexy Rexy, yeah. Uh-huh. Keep that in mind, Cowboys Elite. fans. Yeah. Best cow- best quarterback in Bears history. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, I, lo- I love Jay Cutler. <laughs> but yes. soon to be yes. Justin Fields. Yes. Soon to be. Don't maybe, maybe already. Maybe already. Right. <laughs> but, okay, so we talked about our teams. Yeah. And then for future reference, when we talk about... You know, everything that's going on in sports. Keep those teams in mind because we will have biases. Right? Yeah, extremely. We will have extreme biases. Like, I do not like the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I think that organization wasted 30 years of two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And it still bugs me to this day because they are so much better than the Bears have been for 30 years. Yes, the entire time. 
the entire literally year. every year. Right. I think the Minnesota Vikings are frauds. Who? Well, they are. They hired Brian Flores today. They did? To, for, for what? For a defensive coordinator. Oh, that's funny. Yes. He was up for the head coaching job for the Cardinals. Yeah. He was one of the three finalists. Yeah. And then... Well, the, it was Mike Kafka and uh, the other guy. I remember him. Vance Joseph? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Line, uh, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Aaron yes. Glenn. Vance Joseph didn't get a second interview. Right. Right. I did read about yeah. that. Um, but we can talk about that later because yeah. I think it's time, Jake, that we get into our first topic ever. Hell yeah. Up in the podcast. On, up in the air. <clears throat> this one, uh, we didn't really plan out when we talked about this last week, but um, Kyrie Irving... Kyrie got Irving. traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, yesterday. Kyrie Irving got Sunday? traded either yesterday at the it, sometime over the weekend. Yes, taping uh, of this either sometime over the weekend. This yeah, is Monday. Over the weekend. This is Monday, February sixth. Yeah, he got traded at least two days ago. Yeah, and to the Dallas Mavericks of all teams. I was reading up into this, Jake, and what I found that was extraordinary is that he really, really wanted to go to the Lakers. Yeah, because who wouldn't, right? Yeah. But the Lakers, being the Lakers, didn't have anything to give the Nets. Is that what it is? I think so. Are you sure that the Nets weren't just, like, giving them a big middle finger? I also think that yeah, was it, too. That they were like, but we don't want to give you what you want? Why would... I mean, so... I'm trying to look up the trade package here. Um, but Plus, why would is, the Lakers want to give the Nets... Or why would the Nets want to accept, like, a first grader? You know, a first-round pick for someone who's in, like, the third grade right now. He's in the third grade? Who? Who are you talking about? I don't know. Just, like, a... 20 oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. 2029 first. They don't, yeah, the they pick, don't the have pick. any picks, is what yeah, I'm yeah, trying to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, so. So it ended up being um, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, a first round pick. I think it was like 2029 or something like that. Yes. And multiple second round picks. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been thinking about this all day. I actually got into a nice debate in my fantasy basketball league about this. I think it's a, a great move. I like it for both sides. I think the the Mavericks didn't get as much as they gave away, if I'm being honest with you. I disagree. Okay. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely talk about that. Because, so the Mavericks, they got Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. Who's base, he's not too much different than Dorian Finney-Smith. Right. I'd say Dorian Finney-Smith is better slightly, but they play similar roles. Exactly. Yeah. This, is, this is coming off of SportingNews.com. Um, the Nets... Got in return Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, yep. a 2027 second round pick, okay. a 2029 first round pick, and a 2029 second round pick. Right. So the Nets got three picks. Spencer Dinwiddie, who I think was playing really well this year, yep. and Dorian Finney-Smith for Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. So the way I look at it is Kyrie Irving is basically what Spencer Dinwiddie is going to do, but the best in the world at it. Right. He's the best creator ball handler in the world, I would say. Correct. And if he's not, he's second or third. Mm. He has single-handedly carried the Nets while Kevin Durant has been out, and they've been in the top four of an extremely loaded Eastern Conference. Right. Well, because they've been playing really good defense. Right. Has Kyrie been involved in that? I don't. I don't know his stats for this year. With I don't. Defense. I don't know his defensive stats either. Um, I would say probably not. Okay. But just based on his track record, I don't think he's a terrible defender. But I don't think he's a great defender. But those, as you hinted at, those picks are going to, right now those kids are 10 years old. Pretty much, yeah. You don't know who it's going to come to, what's going to happen, what the team's going to look like. They could be turn out to be really good picks, but they could just also turn out to be random picks. Right. That's when sent, he, that, the, the players themselves leans towards the Mavericks. Yes. That part was even, and the rest of it was just because of Kyrie, no, essentially. You're, you're getting Kyrie Irving, yes. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's the same thing that happened when he was traded to the Nets. Yeah. He got brought into that situation. And, you know, it's kind of like I saw this wheel on Twitter. Um, Also, we do have a Twitter account that we will link in the YouTube description. So if you're following on YouTube, follow those socials. But anyway, I saw this. It was pretty much a meme. Yeah. Kyrie was in the middle, and it was a whole wheel. It's like Kyrie gets traded to a team trying to get to a championship. And then it's, he plays out of his mind, but the team falls early in the playoffs. Then all of a sudden there's off-season turmoil or during the early part of the season there's something that's going on. And then they start playing bad and right. then he requests a trade yep. somewhere else trying to find a championship. Right. Um, luckily for him, he already has one. Yep. And he proved that he can win one. He proved that he can win one. and With I think LeBron. And I think that this will help Luka above anyone. I think it's more that than anything else. So my other my other angle to it was Jalen Brunson's gone, Jalen Brunson was leaving. Jalen Brunson was great for Luca. Yes. He could score efficiently from anywhere. He could do a little bit of everything and he was just hard nosed and he he's just a terrific basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um but he was gonna leave for New York no matter what, is pretty much what it seemed like. Right. And they're essentially replacing Jalen Brunson with a much better version of Jalen Brunson. Yes. Um I don't have the stats, but I would say that Brunson's probably a slightly better defender. Mm. But I like that I can't, Kyrie is out of the East. Yeah, for the Sixers' chances. Well, that's so. That's the other thing is he's going to it's for all for the Sixers' chances selfishly, but also the West is so wide open, right? That you just you have probably two of the four best players in the West on the same team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's arguable. Well, you could LeBron, say everything, but I'd say both of them are better right. than John Morant. Both if he outside of Jokic and I mean Steph's been hurt all year. Outside of those guys, I'd say that both of them are better than anyone else in the Western Conference, pretty much, except for maybe LeBron and AD. Putting Kyrie on a team in the West this year, yeah. specifically, helps any team, right? If and, he went to the Lakers, that would have helped a lot. Right. But I think going to the Mavericks, above all other teams, now the Mavericks have two pretty much guards, right? Luka can they play. Are. They're guards. They're, Luka's a guard. I would say they're both yeah. right. So you have two guards who can do anything on the court. Right. Anything. Specifically on the offensive end. I yes. don't know about Kyrie on defense. Luca, yes. Okay. They're okay. They're okay defense. on yeah. defense, right? Um, they're not stopping anybody. Luca's not stopping Kyrie. Kyrie's not stopping Luca, etc. No. Yeah. They're not that good at defense. No. But what I enjoy is that the Mavericks finally went out and got someone that can complement Luca's game, other than you know the defensive end. You know, someone who can also do anything. So now defenses have to take that into account. Yep. Right. Yep. And, you know, I think, like I said earlier, though, I think the Nets got a better deal yeah. by getting rid of Kyrie, adding Spencer Dinwiddie, who wasn't he already on? He played for the Nets, got traded to the Wizards yes. when they got Kyrie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think you're I At think you're some right. point, yes. I think around, I'm not sure if they're directly linked, but he definitely got traded to the Wizards, left the Wizards. Another note that I would like to add about this whole Kyrie Irving thing is that his contract for this year, he's supposed to earn $35.6 million this year, and he's an unre- unrestricted free agent next year. And I was looking at this, Jake. Um, the Mavericks are, even currently, before getting Kyrie, were yep. over the salary cap. Okay. And now accounting for it, next season, at the start of next season, they're going to be over by $72 million. Yeah, it's fine. Happens all the time. It does. You're right. And there's no guarantee they re-sign Kyrie, but I think I think those picks are so far in the future, it no way it, it doesn't affect what they're trying to do now. 
their goal is to prove to Luca that a they can win sustain sub yeah, sustainably. I sustainably speak, and substantially. Yeah, I can speak English. <laughs> 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 Through the next, uh, what he's twenty three, so ten years at least. Yeah. Because he's going to get his max contract soon, and then after that max contract, he's eligible for free agency. So they want to prove that they can do whatever they can, that they can get whatever player he needs and wants. Now, if Kyrie leaves, cool, that's fine. They've Mm -hmm. shown him, at the bare minimum, that they can go get that player and that they're willing to go get one of those players to do whatever it takes to win a championship because I imagine that's exactly what Luka wants to do. That's what every player wants to do, especially of his caliber. Right. And there's a chance he does resign, there's a chance he doesn't. But at the same time... How many teams are going to take a risk to get Kyrie? Right now, a if lot. You think a lot. a lot of teams will pay that money for what after everything for, he's been through? For right now, yes. Because he's still, I think he's at the tail end of his prime. But like a four or five year contract. I think teams would do that. I'm not saying he's not talented enough for it. He is talented enough for it. But after everything that's gone on in these last couple, I mean, we're getting through COVID, so the whole vaccine thing is a whole different story. It's difficult because basketball, yeah. I feel like, is more receptive to behavior like that. Yeah, not I guess saying, it's true. Not saying Kyrie has had bad behavior. No, no, he has had negative press. <laughs> the, the the NBA is the most empowered league in professional sports, yes. especially in America. So yep. yes, I understand that. The NBA has the best relationship with its players yep. out of any league right now. And I'd say they probably have the best union out of all of them too. Yes, it's yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. The league will work with the Players Association of yep. Basketball to make sure that Kyrie is still is still supported by the sport that he plays. Yeah. So, I don't have any, I don't have any worries about Kyrie not finding a team if he doesn't sign with the Mavericks next year. It's not so much I, he'll find a team, but if the Mavericks are one of those teams that he says he wants to go to that he might have interest in, mm-hmm. all he needs is a trial run. Well, that's also another thing too. Remember what we were talking about earlier? Yeah. Do you think that maybe you know the owner of the Nets and their general manager was like, "Huh, you want to go to the Lakers? Well, we'll send you to Dallas instead." Yeah. You know, that could also have been a thing. It's extremely possible, and there's no way he can make it to the Lakers now without a trade just because nope. of their cap hell that they yep. put themselves in. Yep. But I, the West is so wide open, like we've said. It's just it makes so much sense in so many different ways. Um, despite what people may think about Kyrie, he's probably a top 10 basketball player in the world right now. Yep. And talent-wise, pure skill talent-wise, maybe even higher than that. Mm-hmm. He is a lot of player's favorite player to watch. Yes. And that's the reason he's gone through so many teams and played with so many superstars. And the whole reason Kevin Durant wanted to team up with him in the first place. Yep. He is so talented, despite all the other things that he may bring, quote-unquote, baggage, whatever you want to say or however you want to put it, he's that talented. And there's only a handful of players in the league, possibly ever, that could do that. I mean, definitely within the most recent history of basketball. Yep. There's no player that's had such an effect on his team than Kyrie Irving ever yeah. since he was drafted by the by the by the Cavaliers in 2014, and when he was traded to the Celtics, you know he got drafted in 2011. Nick, oh, I thought it was 14. 14. Oh no, Andrew Wiggins. Yes, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. He signed his deal in 2014. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, my bad. My apologies. No, it's okay. But um, anyway, I wanted to roast you before the comments did. I'm about to roast <laughs> you back. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, since he got drafted, he made talent. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. Kyrie be good at basketball. Ky- Kyrie's good. In conclusion. And he's going to do really well with the Mavericks, I think. And I think this is a real shot for them to win a title ever yeah. since Dirk. Also 2011. Also 2011. Great year. Mm-hmm. Fantastic year. Freshman year high school. 
which means you were in the seventh grade. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. You were 12. I was definitely <laughs> young. Yeah. But anything else you want to add on Kyrie? No, we talked about Kyrie for a while. At least not yet. Right. No, there, there's going to be things that are come out. We, we could just uh, sarcastically grade the trades because obviously our first initial knee-jerk reaction is always accurate. Yes. Yeah. With everything. Right. The Mavericks get an A+. Plus. They will win three championships in the next three years. And the... Uh, I'll give the Nets a D. Sure. Okay. For dummies. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. That's I, will I, give, I will give the Nets a B-. minus. Oh. Because they did get quite a bit for the Kyrie trade. They got LeBron James's daughter with the second round pick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, those 2027 kids are what? Freshmen in high school right now? Uh, Sophomores? Mm-mm. Not even. They're not even in high school yet? Yeah, 2023 is this year. So four, five, six. They're eighth graders. They're, they're eighth graders right now. But that's when they graduate high school. So the 2027 class is freshman in high school. Is a freshman the in NBA high draft class or has freshman high school. The 2027 class. NBA freshman class. So they might yeah. get they might get uh, Bryce James. Is he a freshman? I think so. Oh, wow. I think he's a freshman. He's already 6'6". Six, six, they might. He, yeah, I think he's going to be better than his brother. That's oh wow, that would be great. I think the I think, Mavs, the Mavs get Bryce James from Kyrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, the I Nets flipped. would get the That's Nets. Oh, I thought you said the Mavs. Did I? Maybe. We'll check I'm, the tape. Nets. The Nets. Yeah. The Nets might get Bryce James. You're here yeah. first. But so when it happens, just remember to credit us. Okay. Yes, thanks. Credit Woj. us when Shams uh, Woj when we're thirty. Okay. For some reason, Adam Schefter. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Schefter, okay. you know, move on to the Pro Bowl. Before we do that, quick shout out: AJ Green retired today. He did retire today. He did yep. retire today. He was a big part of my NFL childhood. Same. Uh, my brother texted me today and was like, basically in tears. He's like, "We're so old. Everyone we watched get drafted in high school is retiring." And I was like, "Yep, that's what happens." That happens. Yep. JJ yep. Watt, Tom Brady. Well, we were like three when he got drafted, but <laughs> Tom Brady. <Yeah>. I wasn't. <laughs> you were born. I was born, Barely. but I couldn't. I didn't have a thought yet. Wait, he got drafted in '99, 2000. Okay, yeah, you were barely born. Yeah, I didn't have. So a when did you develop a first thought? I didn't realize you had developed those yet. Uh, my fourth birthday party, oh, okay. I remember distinctly. I remember my second birthday party. Anything before that? No idea. Yeah, that's fair. But shout out AJ Green. Shout yep, out shout all out. the retirees for the NFL this year. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Um, Tom Brady, obviously. AJ Green. There's probably someone else that I'm forgetting. There's people. People retired. People retire. Somehow Jason Peters is still playing. Somehow he's yeah. like what 41. He's the oldest player now. Yeah. 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 Played for the Cowboys. That's so weird. It's barf. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the Pro Bowl happened this weekend. It did. Flag football. The new Pro Bowl format over the weekend. Who also, with the NFL, perfect scheduling because you completely washed out the NHL All-Star game. That was this weekend, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Kachuk brothers. And they were both in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. No. Or no. NH- NHL, NHL was in Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah. NHL was in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that's sunny. Yeah, it's right. Kachuk, right. the Kachuk brothers yes. led the whatever conference it was to glory east i don't atlantic? know how they do the nhl whatever they do the atlantic won the good the, kachuk brother won mvp it's what yes. i know and his other yeah. his brother helped i know the atlantic won because the sabers had two two players on that team yeah there you go shout out tish thompson um anyway the pro bowl yeah i really liked it was the changes cool. a bears player was in the pro bowl a Nick. bears player showed up this weekend to for, help a Lions player. For his brother, yep. who was actually supposed to be there, Equinemius St. Brown. What a great name. He helped his brother with... Also, this, I really like that 
You said like you know the dunk contest. Yeah. Like the insane catch contest. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's cool. They started. I don't know if it was two or three years ago or last year, but it was it's awesome. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they started this year. They definitely did it last year because Justin Jefferson. I think I don't know if he won last year, but he was in. I I think Trayvon. I think Trayvon Diggs won last year. Trayvon Diggs owned his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He toasted him. He he picked him off. Yeah, yeah. He has bragging rights for a while now. Um, I think Trayvon Diggs won last year. Did he? I think so. I. I don't know. I don't know why I'm guessing. Was he a wide receiver at Alabama? Then he transitioned uh, defensive back? Yep. Okay. All right. I don't know know if he ever actually played receiver there or if he got – when when he got recruited, Saban's like you're going to corner. I mean, I didn't know if it was it's like essentially a, the same thing. I didn't know if it was like a Julio Jones situation where he got recruited as a DB, but then switched to wide receiver. It's the reverse. Is, uh, the reverse. Yeah, basically. Uh, I think okay. he got recruited. He, he at one point was receiver, okay. and Saban was like, no, no. Uh, Miss Terry says you should be a DB. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Coach Saban. Coach Saban. Didn't mean to call him Nick. Yes, it's a dumb name, anyways. So no. <laughs> But Pro Bowl reactions. Yep. So uh, some storylines that you saw. Uh, Tyler Huntley definitely deserved to be there. He looked terrific. I agree. Um, I just I think you know if you if you're named to the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, and you sit out because of injury. Yep. Should you still be credited as a Pro Bowler? Uh, if you're not Aaron Rodgers, yes. Right, because like the Josh Allen example this year, he was named a Pro Bowler. Well, they still get it; they're still Pro Bowlers. Right, but he didn't play, and then we got the Tyler Huntley experience. So my take now is that it's flag football. They don't need three quarterbacks. No, I agree. One is fine. One is fine. One is two, fine. maybe two. Two is definitely not Tyler Huntley. Right, like yeah. it just it was not a good look for the league. And Tyler Huntley, talented. Well, he did really well instead of well Lamar Jackson. He had one touchdown pass this year. Okay. Well, the entire and two interceptions. Anyway, and he, he made was, a Pro Bowl. He was efficient. Well, when he needed to be, eh. he when existed he, when he needed to be. Jake. He, he didn't. He didn't lose them their games. No, he did not. He existed. You know, he let the defense win those games for them. It's which was his job, Nick. It's he's, basically like Rex Grossman making a Pro Bowl. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna carry a team to the Super Bowl. No, no. But if him being named to the Pro Bowl is such a big deal, I don't I, know. I mean, it's fine. It's. I mean, Derek Carr. It, it comes was down a pro to this year. as long as the Pro Bowl merits don't actually determine how they get in the Hall of Fame, which I don't think they do because there's actual qualified there, there people actual, voting on it. There are actual stats. The, the people are there to watch it. If the people that are there want to watch Tyler Huntley, whatever. I think it's stupid. I don't think he deserved it, but he looked all right. It looked like they were having fun. Right. I guess is really what all them. It, we want it to be fun. Yes. Because otherwise, that, no one's going to watch. That's why they changed it in the first place. My favorite moment of the Pro Bowl weekend was Derek Carr in Mar- in Mark Davis's face being like, "Yep, I've never been this good. That's why they're getting rid of me." Like Mark Davis on screen yeah. as he's saying this, yeah. and everyone in the background looking like that meme of that guy just standing there with his hood up, and everyone's in the background is going, "Oh, oh!" Like the the react yeah. the the reaction gift. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I loved Derek Carr. That was the terrific. Weekend. I love I his think, eyeliner. I think. Yeah. <laughs> what Derek Carr did over the weekend was textbook. For his career, right? Future New York Jets quarterback, Derek Carr, by well, the way. Probably. Probably. But Actually, he, I'd prefer him. He played really well. He did. Given flag football, right? But also the way that he handled the whole situation of him going back to that stadium that he thought he was going to own for the next six or seven years as the Raiders quarterback. But then they decide to move on from him. So he gets named with quarterback yeah. as the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback. You said the O word. I said the O word. I don't know. 
and he does really well. He talks well in front of the media. He rubbed one into the face of... He loves God so much. Yes. Like a ridiculous amount. Like an unbelievable amount. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence looks really good without a helmet on. Yes. But with a Except helmet on... I his face is kind of long. Have you ever thought about... I wish there was a Photoshop somewhere of Trevor Lawrence wearing the helmet that the Bosa brothers wear. Oh, yeah. He kind of, he kind of looks like a claymation version of the Easter Island heads. Yeah. 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 Do you know those are like 10 feet tall? Yeah, they're ginormous. There's like... Oh, so is his head, so that's the difference. <laughs> Hey, man, I have a pretty big head. I do, too. And I'm all right with it. But I don't have the hair that he does. No, I wish. Or the accolades. He lost on a Saturday, finally. He finally lost yeah. on a Saturday this Yeah, week. no, I, I would kill for his hair. Yes. But I, Trevor Lawrence being there makes sense yeah. to me. No, no. It, the Tyler Huntley thing, it's like you start to go through the list, and it's like he definitely doesn't deserve to be there, but you look at the other quarterbacks that might have, two is injured, Tua is go. still in the concussion protocol. Yeah, Tua wasn't going to go. A he might have been half. deserving as the sixth or seventh if quarterback. If Justin Herbert didn't get surgery, he should have been there. Herbert didn't go. Right. Lamar didn't play and was still injured. Yep. Like, the AFC stacked, but all of them were either injured or in the Super Bowl. The AFC or were Joe right. Burrow and were just like, well, I'm not going to go to this now. Right. Which I can't blame him either. No. So no. then it comes down to, it's like, okay, well, people like Tyler Huntley. Mm-hmm. Throw him in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you had to do what you had to do to yeah. fill the format, and Tyler Huntley did what he was supposed to do. Also, Kirk Cousins elite. <laughs> yeah, uh, was it uh, prime time? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was during the day. It was the first prime. Time. It was right in the middle of the day. Yeah, in Las new, Vegas. The new nightmare of I, Kirk, Kirk yeah, Cousins. It was noon in Las Vegas. Right, exactly. So <laughs> he does really well at noon. Terrific. And coming from a Bears fan, I know this. He sucks in prime time. Yes, so, no, he sucks in general. But I'm surprised he did so well, given that this was technically a primetime no, event. But it wasn't. Really. It was noon on a Sunday. I know, but it's the only thing that was happening. Right, but also, he wasn't going to get hit. Did you see him juke out a... Uh, I did. Who, I don't remember who it was. Was um, it Zedaria Smith? I think it was Zedaria Smith. No, he, just, he plays for the NFC. I don't know who it was. It was a defensive lineman. For the AFC. For the AFC. He was he like looked right and then just spun left and outran him and just threw a dime. Yeah. I don't know. What to, and then uh, also shout out Kyle Uzcheck. Yes. Catch of the day. Yes. Yeah. Um, and George Kittle. He's my. F- I love him. George Kittle is my favorite tight end. Of the yeah. League. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, most talented. Probably not. Yeah. Not right now. Travis Kelsey exists, but yeah. Um, Overall, know. he might be. He blocks better than Kelsey. Fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Younger. Yeah. Younger too. The Bears could have drafted Roughly. him. Not much younger, but yeah, younger. In the 2017 draft, the Bears could have got Kamara, uh-huh. Kittle, yep, and Patrick Mahomes. That's cool. You but, should keep bringing that up. But they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, gonna I'm re- sure there's I'm a gonna, lot of drafts you go back to that, and they're like, well, if they'd taken them 80 picks sooner. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my days. Mm-hmm. Same. Yes. Now that you told me, I will also never let you forget. I I plan on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they could have had Patrick Mahomes in the first round, Alvin yep. Kamara in the second, and then George Kittle waited all the way to the fifth round of that draft. Yeah. 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 It happens with tight ends a lot. Yes. Yeah. Except for Michael Mayer this year. Right. Michael Mayer, shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a cool... I still didn't watch any of it, I'll be honest with you. I just watched the highlights, just because it's still not that entertaining to me. But it's it's cool. It's much better this way than it was. Um, right. With the Pro Bowl, Jake, I liked the way that the format this year worked with the flag football. Because I think with the kids, 
because we grew up with the with the yeah. era where they started to not really know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, the last real hit I saw was Sean Taylor. Right, and that's Brian like Mormon. highlights on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, we had uh, Booger McFarlane coaching one year. Remember that? Yeah. Also, getting the Mannings involved is genius. Yes. They're everywhere, and everyone knows it's it's just genius. They're receptive. Yep. They're the football family still. They're hilarious. Yes. Um, I like how They're so smart. They're competitive. Did you see smart. how competitive Peyton was this? Yeah. The, he I was mean, mad that they lost. Yeah. He was fuming that yeah. his brother beat him. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. They, they talk about it that all the time. It's right. terrific. Yeah. Yes. No, it's it's so relatable to most people that are watching. Yes. The brother rivalry, the competitiveness, the right. the passion for the game. If you're watching the Pro Bowl, you probably love football. And adding to that note of the kids, yeah. you know, you know, you're gonna see having done research on this, there are a lot of young leagues across yep. the, the country where getting into football is flag. Yeah. Right. So you have kids who are like, Oh, I do that, so I'm gonna watch this. It's also true. Their yep. parents are like, Oh, I know the Matins. It's the, the the Manning brothers. Yep. And it's just a perfect marketing tactic to get People watching the Pro Bowl, it's just safer. Yes, all the way around, it's safer. It's safer for the athletes. Yep, it's safer for flag football. Safer for football. Yes, it's. Does it help the linemen? No, but having played offensive line my entire life, you you don't need the full contact to hone your skills, right? And I know that's not what we're talking about, but just to further the point of well, right, these kids are going to learn their skills mm-hmm. and and they're going to watch. If they're playing receiver or running back or quarterback, the seven-on-seven is just as important as anything else. All that stuff is going to be there. They're going to see all of it. And it's more exciting. There's more touchdowns. There's more big plays. It's a shorter field, so there's just more scoring. No one cares about the defense in the Pro Bowl. The defensive players do. No. But that's just because it leads to offense. I mean, the field is, what, 40 yards long, I think? 40 to 50 yards. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like an arena football league. Yes. Shout out also. Which is the most electric form of football there is. It's coming back. Either video game. But they better bring back a video game. Yeah. Well, arena football is... Oh, I know, but I'm saying like when it comes back. They better have a video game for it? Yeah, they used to have one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hang 200 on everybody. <laughs> I mean, vintage Kurt Warner and the Iowa Barnstormers. You can hang 200 on me on... Uh, My bad. You can, hang, <laughs> you can hang 200 on me... In Madden, so... Yeah, I can. That's true, I have. Whatever, yes, he has before. Yeah. Um, that would be impressive. That was. Yeah. Um, but no, I this this Pro Bowl, I hope they continue this and they expand it. They will. I'm sure it was the highest rated Pro Bowl they've had in a while. Right. You know. Um, let, let, what are some coaching candidates that you could see? If they don't do the Mannings again next year, you know, who do you think... Uh, Big Ben versus his walking boot. Would be hilarious. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Rodgers. Yes. Um, they had Snoop. Nathaniel on the Hackett and a stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Lafleur and kicking field goals in the NFC Championship game. Yep. Matt Lafleur versus Mike Lafleur, who is now with the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. But yeah. It was not for Wait, me, isn't Kellen Moore? What? Where no, did, the Jets signed Nathaniel Hackett. Where, did, where did Kellen Moore go? Panthers. He did. Did he go to the Panthers? Th- no. Yes. Was it Panthers? No, he went to the Chargers. He went to the Chargers. Michael Floor went. That's why when you said that, I was confused. Michael Floor went to the uh, 
Better Google that, Nick. I'm Googling it right now. The Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sean McVay, close enough. He went to the Rams. It was L.A. You were there. They both were. They both yeah, were they both went to L.A., yeah. But Michael Floor looks like an L.A. guy. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know. I think there'd be plenty of hilarious coaching options. I want Ed Reed to get in there somewhere. Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. But they both were like AFC. Like. Okay. But Brian Dawkins. Give me Brian Dawkins. Is there anything else that you think we can add about this Pro Bowl? I, I mean, it's not exciting as much it's, as it's it better. could be. No, it's, it's... I think the NFL will figure things out yeah. come the next couple years. They'll kind of I think it's shoes. as good as it's going to get. I, I don't think these things are ever should ever... It's better than the NBA. That's I mean, that dunk contest has turned to crap. Everything's turned to... Correct. I mean, it's better. We'll talk more about the yeah. NBA All-Star yeah. Game next episode as yeah. that's coming closer. I think it's I think it's slowly become... I mean, the NHL ones are cool. The, the skill cha- That's the cool stuff. The skill challenges, the I catches. I disagree. I love the dodgeball. Yes. With the, it works in the NFL. The NHL All-Star Game was a disaster. I didn't watch the NHL the, the, the any Everything they did over the weekend, besides the game itself... Was a disaster. Okay, well, I didn't know that. They had people who were judging that just didn't care. Right? Oh, well, yeah, it's hockey. And they, it was just a complete nightmare. And I hope the NHL fixes it because they need to get viewership up. Yeah. It's a disaster. It's yeah. awful. Um, but I think that's enough with Pro Bowls. Yeah, we do. We're going to move on to the Super Bowls. Different bowl. The better bowl. The bestest bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That was good English, Nick. You you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Yes, Arizona. Andy Reid versus old Andy Reid. Andy Reid versus Italian man. Yeah, it's Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Yep. <laughs> it. We have a very skewed. I'm. I mean, I'm just. I don't know if you're. You know, I just thought of a joke I heard on SNL that I'm not going to say. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I are very skewed when it comes to this game because your brother yeah. is a huge Eagles fan. Yeah, shout out Justin. Um, he will not let anyone know, or he will let everyone know, I should say, yeah. that he is an Eagles fan. And yeah. he's very excited about this game. And I think he should be because I think the Eagles are going to win. Mm, I think the Eagles have a better roster. Overall. Right? Overall, right. I'd say that... In most position groups, they're better than the Chiefs. I'd say they have better receivers. They, maybe not tight ends because Travis Kelsey, but I mean Dallas Goddard. No Dallas slouch. Goddard is, is not no slouch. Something his offensive li- their offensive line might is probably one of the best units period in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, their defensive backs are better. Their defensive line overall, I would say, is better. Chris Jones and Frank Clark are very very good, but yes. overall, I would say they're better. Frank Clark, I think, had a very down year too. He's second all time in playoff sacks. Right. All that's, time. That's saying something. All time. Chris Jones had an outstanding year. Yeah, he had two, and he had the biggest plays. I mean, he, this is the best year of his career. It's the best he's looked. Yes, but just going off for of Frank Clark alone. Yeah. He, if he can somehow turn it back around and with this game, somehow, some way against that Eagles offensive line. Yeah. Because the reason why I'm picking the Eagles to to win this game is because of the Chiefs secondary. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Their secondary is not terrible. I mean, that chief secondary is so but look, inexperienced. But look at the plays they just made against the Bengals. Yes. Repeatedly. Can they do the same thing against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith? I would say that the Bengals... With C.J., with, um, um, who's that, who was like the, who, I forget his name. He's hurt. He's not going to be playing because of his pelvis or something. 
Who? Uh, Chiefs defensive back. Here's Pelvis. Yes. Oh, you're talking about uh, Legereus Sneed? Legereus Sneed is not going to be playing. Right, but he he got hurt in the very beginning of the Bengals game. And those guys, st- all those plays were made by by young defensive backs. Their entire secondary is young. I'm going to look at the... I think they have four or five rookies, like, gonna, legitimately they have, contributing. They have four rookies, but I don't think... It's the Super Bowl, Jake. Yeah. In not Arrowhead. Right. It's going to be a completely different environment that I don't think those rookies are going to show up. It for. is... But it's also a completely different environment for all of those Eagles receivers. They've never been there. I know That's they aren't true. rookies, but Devontae Smith is only in his second year. That's fair. He's good. A.J. Brown is ex- one of the best receivers in the NFL. Yes. But a lot of those guys have never been there either. They only have, I think it's six returning players from the last Super Bowl. Right. Which is helpful. That is. Especially since most of them are on the offensive side of the ball, but most of them played offensive line. Right? Which is important. Right. They know what Jalen Hurts' first Super Bowl, not that I don't think he's capable of it. He's played in tons of big games in his life, and despite any adversity he's ever been in, he's succeeded. He's played in every big game, a big game every year in college, no matter what happened. Mm -hmm. He pretty much came out victorious. I just think all year the Eagles have been put either in fraud status or, oh, they're just lucky. But no, they've proved. No, they have probably the best roster top to bottom in the NFL. For right, yes. I they des- so. they they deserve to be here, but the thing, my thing is is, it, was Jalen Hurts electric this year? Absolutely. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No. No, but Patrick Mahomes is banged up. So is half of his team. Right. McCole Hartman's out. They got Clyde Clyde Edwards Hilaire back. Yeah, and no one cares about but that. But McCole Hare, McCole Hartman's out. Juju Smith Schuster is hurt. Yeah. Kadarius Tony is probably going to be hurt for the game. At some point. And a banged up secondary with either. That's rookie, rookie. It's not that I can't see the Eagles winning. It's just, it's a legacy thing for me, Nick. Yes. I think Andy Reid is a much better coach than Nick Sirianni. Maybe I'm not giving Nick Sirianni enough credit because well, no, that's I mean not, he's gotten to the point. That's not hard to say. I no. think Andy Reid is up there with the top ten greats of uh, if of not five coaches. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. I mean, and Mahomes is. In football, it's a little bit different, but sometimes in games like this, it's who's the best player on the field. Yep. And that answer is always going to be Patrick Mahomes, uh, in my opinion. quarterback position, yes. I, in general, if he's on the field, the other 21 players, he's not a better safety than a player playing safety, but he's a better football player at what he's there to he do. He has a better mind. Than anyone on the field. Yes. Yep. You are right. And it's not that I can't see the Eagles winning. It's just that I think... I think the Chiefs are pissed off is really what it is. It makes sense. They're pissed off that everyone doubted them because they couldn't beat the Bengals. They're pissed off after well, the last right. Super Bowl they were in. And despite all the turnover, they still have a lot of their main players are there. All season, ever since they lost the Bengals last year. Oh, it's oh, they lost Tyree. Yeah. Or Tyree Kill. Tyree He's Kill. gone. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's that offense going to do? Patrick Mahomes had the best year of his career yep. this year. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who is he going to be, you know, the next superstar? No. I mean, he got hurt, yes. But Isaiah Pacheco has been far more productive for them this year than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was yep. for them last year as a rookie. And, you know, Travis Kelsey obviously has you know a monster of a season. I think it's going to be a great game. And I it's I just don't think at this point saying, oh, the rookies is a thing is – as valid as it was it's tough 15 to weeks see. ago. Exactly. Especially that's since a, they made the plays they did in big games. Well, also, the, I mean, you could argue that the, the Bengals' offensive line didn't let them. 
Yeah, I guess you can argue that uh, Burrow was under a lot more pressure than than Hurts will probably be yes. because of how good the. That is also a valid point. Yeah. Regardless, this is about the confidence level of these guys. I would say at this point. Yeah. And they've all made plays when they needed to. Yeah. Maybe not all, but a vast majority of them have made plays when they needed to. In a big game, in a very very big game. I mean, you're not wrong, Jake, and I, I get everything that you're saying. I just I feel like the Eagles have a much stronger chance of pulling this one out, especially because it's a neutral site. They've had plenty of time to prepare. Their team is pretty much all healthy, and they have the best they have the best offensive line in football. It's not that I don't think they can win, or that they I I just something is it's more of just a gut feeling than anything else, and I could be completely wrong. My gut leads yeah. me astray. I mean, Consistently. this could easily be the Eagles team that we saw when they lost to the Commanders in, what, week 11, 12? Something Their like first that. Their first loss of the season, 10, they, yeah. they stunk it up against I the Commanders. I think they're 8-0, so I think it's like 9 or 10. Right. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle of the season, they just stunk against the Commanders. I that don't, could easily be this team, but I don't, I don't think, think we'll, it is. No, I don't think we're going to see that. I think they're too... I love Jalen Hurts just as a the leader that he is. The Like, the way he... He's always been that way. Just the, I admire the way he's come back from adversity. I think that's for a fresh quarterback in a game like this with a team that's never really been there and a coach that's never been there. Correct. I don't think in terms of personality you can find someone better or more poised for that situation other than maybe Patrick Mahomes was, but that's just because that's how it worked out. That is. And he played against Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. So it's not that I can't see the other side of it because I think Hurts is exponentially better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think... This Eagles team almost mirrors that Niners team, really. Yes. yes. But I can see it. It's just my gut's just telling me Chiefs. It, I mean, In a close game, something like 27-24. I think it's going to be high scoring. I yeah. think it's going to be like 37-34 Eagles or something. Um, it's very high scoring. It's very high scoring. Yeah. But I also think that it's going to be, you know, you're going to see some stuff on defense, you know, because what happened the last time that Patrick Mahomes went up against a top five defense in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he lost. Right. He lost. And he was also team. banged up that game, too. He was. Oh. And, you know, that Bucks defense in it, 2020 was outstanding. Significantly. I don't want to say significantly better, but they're they're better than the Eagles are now. Yes and no. Overall. The well, Eagles linebackers aren't as good as – they aren't slouches. Linebackers, no. Right. That, but, yes. but, but then everywhere else – And defensive line, they are stacked. Yeah. They are ready. They're going to be disruptive. They're yep. going to have Patrick Mahomes, who is on a bum foot, out of nowhere. He's going to have – Plenty of things that he's going to have to worry about on top of, you know, the things that he's going to have to know as a quarterback yeah. in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is going to show up at the Super Bowl, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to get it done for the for the Eagles, Jake. I can see it happening, um, like we've said a bunch of times. I just – if they get the ball first, you know, if, if the Eagles get the ball first and they go down the field and they score right away – I'm calling tails right now. Well, tails, yeah, obviously. I'm calling tails. Over on the national anthem, Chris Stapleton's. Chris Stapleton is very gonna, slow. He's going to sing the hell out of that national anthem. Very slowly. Take the over, right? Yeah. And speaking yeah. of betting, we're going to get into some. Yeah. Um, if we were to bet bets. Right. Right. So if they go down and score, we'll incorporate the gambling. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they go down to score and they score and then they get a quick stop and then they can put more points on, I think they have the team to sustain a lead like that. Right. With the way they're built. Yes. I don't know if they're a come from behind. It's not that they can't. They do have the receivers, and they have they have big play splash ability. They Is do. the Chiefs you're talking about? The, the Eagles. The side. Eagles. Okay. If the Eagles start and get out to an early two-score lead, I don't think the Chiefs... I mean, I don't want to count out Patrick Mahomes. Right. 
But I think if there's one team that's equipped, he's gonna have to work a hell of a hell of a lot harder. No, the Eagles are equipped, are the best equipped team to sustain a lead like that against a team like the Chiefs. They have the best running attack in the NFL, the best offensive line in the NFL. The odds so, agree with you, Jake. Right yep. now, the Eagles are, or the, excuse me, the Chiefs are a two point underdog. Only two points. But we're gonna get into talking about bets here. Before we before we do, we are not sponsored by any sports book, and we urge you to gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred gambler if you have a problem. Yes, um, we are not encouraging you to gamble. This is under your own power. So, um, but I'm looking at this here. the The Chiefs are two points under two point underdogs with hmm. minus one ten odds, and the money line price is available at plus one ten. So I'm taking the money line. Money line, it's it's a it's a I, money line Chiefs is a good bet. I, I think, think um, mainly because the money line Eagles is yeah. sitting at minus one thirty. Right. So yeah, the Eagle. I'm gonna keep going back and forth about this all week. I think Nick. I, um, I think the I think the sports books will too. Honestly. I I think I think Patrick Mahomes gets 300 yards because I don't think they're gonna be able to run the ball. Hmm. It's pretty. That's, that's it's pretty fair. simple. Yeah, that's I, fair. I think if the Chiefs have any chance with that defensive line that they have, Pacheco's Pacheco's great. Their running backs are solid, but I don't. And actually, their offensive line is also extremely solid, which is something we haven't touched on yet. The Chiefs have the a, Chiefs have a very good offensive line. Yes. They have three to four legitimate Pro Bowlers. Future Chicago Bear Orlando Brown. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Keep wishing. I will. You just I keep will. getting. You'll get Charles Leno Jr. back instead. Oh baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, he's a borderline Pro Bowler. Trey Smith's a borderline Pro Bowler, and then Dooney and Humphrey are actually Pro Bowlers. Yes, if I, they might have even been all pros. Yes, I think they both were. And then the right tackles, eh, which is worrisome. Right, but I mean, you're gonna have to. You have a lot of veterans on that Eagles defensive line. You're gonna have to worry about the know, first team who, in NFL I history. I forgot that they had Dominican Sue. I forgot. And then Val Jofis. And then Val Joseph. Yeah. And, and they, Fletcher Cox. They have Fletcher Cox. Remember Jordan Davis? Jordan Davis got drafted there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's uh, it's a. Uh, and when they lost, by the way, Jordan Davis didn't play. It's a mosh pit of just you know that, right? insanely talented athletes. When they were when they were struggling on defense, it's when Jordan Davis wasn't playing. Hassan Reddick. He had a game. Amazing. I think he finished second in the league in sacks. They still have... Brandon Graham. Right. Brandon Graham is there. There's someone else that they have, too. Like, just just a specialty edge rusher that's on the tip of my tongue. They had, like, 10 or 11 sacks. I want you to remember. It's Robert Quinn. Yes. Yeah, it's Robert Quinn. Yes. But there was someone else, too. I feel like they had, like, four edge rushers. That might have been all of them. That might be. But they had had four players with 10-plus sacks. Yes. It's 70 They might beat the 85 Chicago Bears for the most sacks... In a season. Collectively? Collectively. Including reg- playoffs? Regular and playoffs combined. The 85 Bears lead, followed by the 84 Bears. The Eagles in this season are third. Whoa. It's a lot of sacks. Sounds like you're talking about the Bears. I'd love to. No. No, no one else would. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's all right with me. Um, let's see here. Um, some more betting information. The game total over-under is at 49 and a half. <laughs> I would take the over. I think, I would take the over, forty nine and a half. Yes, yeah, I would. Take I agree. The over. I yes. I said earlier I'd see it being twenty seven, twenty four, yep. something to that nature. I don't think, I think both defenses are good enough, but I don't think either one of them is that good to completely shut down one or the other. Correct. Um, halftime show. Oh, shout out Steve Spagnuolo real quick. Steve Spagnuolo, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. A halftime show, yeah, yeah, yeah. The halftime show this Lil year. Riri. Lil, Lil Riri. Rihanna, I am so excited. I love her so much. Me too. Um, they, I'm assuming a lot of sports books are going to have halftime show bets. Yeah. Like how they normally do with the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, um, do you think she'll play Take a Bow? Because that's my favorite Rihanna song. I mean, I hope. I mean, it would kind of make sense to end with Take a Bow, right? Yeah. And yeah. then she just takes a bow. Also, it's not Pepsi anymore. It's Apple. Yeah, it's Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah. You didn't know that? I did, yeah. but it's just still. Fun fact. Well, Fun Pepsi's f- trash anyways. Yes. Coca-Cola. We are a Coca-Cola podcast. Not uh-huh. sponsored. No, but prefer Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Jake. Nicholas. I'm going to, just real quick, let's do a rundown. The past, I have a list here of the past couple of Super Bowl matchups. Uh-huh. Um, do you think, yes. what, what I want to do, right, is rank the past five. Mm-hmm. And then add where we think this one will go. Okay. okay. So starting in 2018, yep. the Eagles beat the Patriots 41 to 33. Okay. Then the following year. That one's number one. I None of the other ones are going to top that one. That one was amazing. I would agree. Yeah. Um, the Patriots beat the Rams 13 to 3. Yep. That one was, was a snooze. That was the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. I can't believe Tom Brady won a Super Bowl that way. That was disappointing. Uh huh. Right. Um, the, that's when he, uh, he got a sixth. Which was nuts. Yeah, yeah. That was his sixth Super Bowl ring, yeah. and I can't. Out of that debauchery, shout out Jared Goff. The following year, the Chiefs finally made it yep. to the Super Bowl and beat the 49ers 31 to 20. That one was solid, but kind of anticlimactic at the end. The if the who was that Niners receiver that Emmanuel Sanders? Yes, he had it just at yeah, his fingertips. Garoppolo just overthrew him. Just overthrew him yep. just a little bit. Yep. The following year, the Chiefs made it back to the Super Bowl, but lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That one was a huge stinker. That was. I was very disappointed with the Chiefs that year. It's not like they were hurt or anything. They had everything going for them, but yep. that Bucks defense, like we talked about earlier in the show, yep. was just phenomenal. Yeah. Was that Vita Vea's rookie year? No. And it was Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, it Vita Vey got drafted in like 2012 or something like that. He's a lot. He got drafted a while ago. Not 2012. Maybe not that long ago, but it was, he had been there for a while. Yeah, 16, 17, maybe. Yeah, I think you're. He'd I been there for a while. Yeah, he'd been. Yeah, there yeah, for yeah, a while. yeah. You're right. You're yep. right. And then finally last year, the Rams, featuring Odell Beckham Jr. and Matt Stafford. Well, half of Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. Literally um, one half of him. They beat the Bengals, 23-20. How do you think his plane ride was after that game? <laughs> I think uh, pretty shitty, okay. if you ask me. Um, get it? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> I think uh, I think we both agree that the Yeah, Eagles-Patriots was the best. Yes. The I would say that Chiefs-Niners was better. Than the Eagles-Patriots? It was more Patriots? exciting. No, 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 no. Second. Oh, Number second. second. Yeah. Second. Better okay. than the... Sorry, let me let me phrase that. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams and the Bengals came down to the last minute, but that I would game... I at three. That, yeah, I would also put it at three. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Because it was very slow until the... It was a very slow first half, yep. kind of a slow third quarter, and then it ramped up, and then it became very, very good. How close were the Bengals? The fourth Bengals quarter to... was amazing. It was 2017. Right. It was like fourth and four, like their own 40. Yep. But they had... A, I don't know if they had timeouts or not, but they were right there on the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were close. I mean, I think I'm sure Joe Burrow would have completed that pass if he doesn't get hit. Yes. And he still almost completed the pass. Mm-hmm. I still think Samaji P. Ryan could have got to it. Um, but there was really nothing going on until the fourth quarter-ish, maybe end of the third. But the first 40 minutes of that game, there was nothing going on, really. It was just kind of meh. Yeah, you're right. But the, the Chiefs-Niners was back and forth the entire time for the most part, it if was. I'm remembering it correctly. And then the Chiefs just kind of It was blew, a 10-11 point game. The Chiefs kind of blew it away there the fourth quarter. I... If I'm remembering correctly, they just missed Emmanuel Sanders, 
And then the Chiefs went down and scored. A touchdown. Yes. Right. And they went up by 11, and that was the end of it. But up until that point, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And if they hit them, that might have been it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I would say... The which one am I forgetting? The last one's obviously Patriots Rams. The Bucks close. Chiefs. Bucks Chiefs. That um, Bucks Chiefs four. was fourth, and then the Patriots Rams. I'm assuming I, last. I might flip. There, nothing happened in 2019. Nothing. No, that happened. game was awful. The Buccaneers just steamrolled the Chiefs, and I would still say that was more entertaining. It was than. The Patriots. It range. was because there was a couple. Of, there was like that one play Mahomes made where he was like completely vertical, vertical to the ground. Yes. It was like the best incompletion of all time. Yep. There was a couple. It was. It was definitely more fun to watch. Yes. The pay, yeah. I mean, the other game was just putrid. It was like here's Gronk over the seam. That's the whole game. That was the entirety of that game. They made it work. And then Jared Goff threw a jump ball to somebody, and the Patriots <laughs> caught it, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. That was the entire game. Yeah. Um, so we have our rank there. But where do you think this one is going to sit amongst those five? I guess six now. Where do you think this one, in your mind, with your gut feeling, where do you think this could be? Probably second. I don't that that Eagles Patriots Super Bowl will go down as like one of the best Super Bowls ever. Yes. Just the points and the back and forth and the Philly special and the the quality. The Alshon Jeffrey shout out Alshon Jeffrey shout out Bears legend yeah. Alshon Jeffrey. The the quality of that Super Bowl will not be seen for a it's while. Tom Brady, Tom Brady broke the passing yard record, still holds it in that Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. No, it was, uh, we yeah, got, we, we were spoiled in like a three, four year run Super there. Bowl, yeah. 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 We were spoiled for a little while. From yeah. 2016 with the Falcons. Yep. Ch- uh, choke. 2017. Um, yes. We'll just say, yeah. 2017. Yeah. I mean, there were, yeah. No, we've we've been we've been blessed. The Super Bowls used to suck in the '90s, from what I understand. Not yeah. that we saw them, yeah. like late '90s. Yeah, yeah. There's only a couple good ones here, or there. But yeah, I think I think this would be around two or three. Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah. those two games were kind of close. I I imagine just on the talent level and the experience and the what's going to go on. I just imagine that. What was the last? I want to look at this real quick. Keep going while I look at this. I want to see what the last Super Bowl was that was played in Arizona. Uh, was it, it wasn't Steelers Cardinals, was it? I believe no, because Cardinals was, didn't play on their own. It was no, it was when the Patriots beat the Seahawks. No, that was a great, was that was a great game, elite game. And what was before that? I think it was the Giants beating the Patriots, something like that. Um, yeah, so I, I think, I think it'll be a terrific game just because it, it's rare. We kind of talked about this off air a little bit, but it's rare that two of Potentially the two best teams all season actually get to play each other. I mean, they, they the Chiefs were sort of in and out of the one spot thanks to that weird loss they had to the Colts. Yep. But they were pretty much the two best teams all season. And when's the last time that that actually happened? I, Maybe the Eagles-Patriots? I mean, the Eagles were the best team all all season that year, but then they had Nick Foles, and no one really thought that was going to happen. But they were they were the one seed in the and Carson. The right. Carson Wentz had MVP, MVP right. votes. So Maybe so. that's the last time, but it, it's... I don't think the Niners were the best team that season. I don't think the Bengals were the best team going. It's there's no, this no. might be the last the first the time Bucks in a while. The Bucks definitely weren't. They just no. steamrolled the Packers in that NFC yep. Championship game that year. Yeah, this mean, is the first time in a while where we have the two best football teams in the best game. Yeah, and the expectations for it are high. It, I have high expectations. For I do game. too. It's it's two of the most talented rosters we've seen, yeah. and maybe this, I'm giving the Chiefs roster a little bit too much credit. 
um, just throughout. But I, th- I think just Mahomes alone and Kelsey and the offensive line they have yep. and the defense, the pass rushes that they have, I think. And we aren't, we haven't given Nick Bolton or Willie Gay enough credit. Nick Bolton's been mm-hmm. incredible this year. Yep, he's been terrific, and their linebackers have played outstanding. So I, I have high, high hopes. Um, I have very high hopes. The Super Bowl is going to be broadcasted this year on Fox. Without Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, which is going to be so strange. I love Greg Olson, though. I, I love Greg, Greg Olson. Olson. I love Kevin Burkhart and Aaron Andrews. Obviously, Tom Rinaldi is going to be there. That Fox crew has oh. been great for all season. All so, season. Okay, what do you think the sad story that Tom Rinaldi is going to find is going to be about? Like, he's just walking around just like... Uh, he's got to be looking just for the saddest face, right? Probably, like... You know, he's probably going to interview the, the Kelsey parents. It's probably good Joe Mixon isn't in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Yeah. He talked to a lot of women. Oh, we didn't even talk about Joe Mixon this week. Yeah, he doesn't need the attention. I don't want to give him any attention. Um, if just anything... A, just a point of a punchline there, that's all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what an no, unfortunate... Definitely thing. not pun intended with punchline. Yeah. it. Um, it's just a very unfortunate situation yeah. with Joe Mixon. Um, such a talented football player, but just cannot control his off-field actions. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. There's nothing more I think we need to add on that situation, but it's just very unfortunate overall. But, Jake, Super Bowl 57 is this weekend. It is. I think that is all the time we have for this podcast, this episode. Episode one, up in the air. Anything you'd like to add before we close up shop here, hmm. Mr. Desiree? Not sure. I'll have to try to think of a catchphrase. We'll have to think of some stuff. Like yeah. I said, first episode, taking things easy. Our next episode will come out the day after the Super Bowl, so we'll have plenty of raw reactions. Yep. And um, obviously we'll catch up on things that happened this week, like the trade deadline for basketball yep. this Thursday. Oh, Ooh, yeah, 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 shout yeah. out Thursday. Um, LeBron is probably going to pass – he's probably going to pass Kareem for the scoring record. Tuesday, tomorrow. Either tomorrow – he's probably going to do it against the Bucs. He needs 36. I know, but he's going to do it against the Bucs. Right, okay. Well, sometime this week, but not by the next time we record, LeBron the will Bucks, be – The Bucs host the Lakers – Oh, Thursday and Kareem played for the Bucks. Kareem put that's exactly oh, right. Oh, and right. the Lakers and the Lakers. Oh, so I think LeBron is going to do the sky hook to tie it, and then a little <laughs> uh, 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 le f word three to kind of you know. He's he's going to put a he's going to put some rec specs on yeah. and just yeah. Yep, that's my prediction. Yeah, but I think he's going to wait and do it on Thursday. Do you think he he'll keep like rec specs in his sock and just like take them out? Good to go. Yeah. That'd be a pretty sick move. That'd be sweet. Yeah, great for NBA history. What if What if he like MLS's the celebration, just rips his shirt off and just like runs around like he just scored the game winning goal? I think I think there'd be an incredible fanfare for when LeBron does it. Yeah. Do you think um, they'll mob the court? No, no. They get paid too much for that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But um, no, I champ. just we're gonna talk about that if that happens this week. Um, they definitely won't let John Morant's friend in the stadium for that, right? No, <laughs> no. Oh God. Um, <laughs> But yeah, episode two. Be on the lookout. Um, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to work on this. Follow us on so. Twitter at. It's a weird thing because right. of the, but we'll figure it out. It's up in the air podcast. Up uh, in the air podcast zero zero on Twitter with a whole bunch yeah. of. We'll, we'll, we're gonna link all that stuff. Nick Mar. This is a Nick Jake Desring. Jake Desring up in the air podcast. I'll spell it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>